All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the Daily Morning Update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 24th of November. Here's everything that you need to know. The higher rate of addition of COVID-19 cases that we've seen over the past few days has continued yesterday. In the 24 hours to 8 a.m. on Monday, India added over 44,000 cases, taking the total tally to 91.4 lakh. Meanwhile, Rajesh Bhushan, India's health secretary, has said that the country hopes to start rolling out COVID-19 vaccines by March next year. But that could prove to be a steep challenge because of the requirement of cold storage and distribution infrastructure. India plans to use the existing cold chain network in place for its universal immunization program, according to Bhushan. But experts say that infrastructure is geared to only immunize children and pregnant women. Vaccinating India's 130 crore population will require its capabilities to be significantly scaled up. You'll find more details on that in the story on the website bloomberquint.com. Now, you remember the news we told you about yesterday that had to do with the RBI Working Group's recommendations on allowing large corporate houses to set up banks? Well, former Reserve Bank of India Governor Raghuram Rajan and Deputy Governor Viral Acharya have flagged the timing of the recommendation. They termed it a bombshell and argued that it should not be considered. In fact, it's even more important now for the regulator to stick to its tried and tested limits on corporate involvement in banking, they said, adding there's a need to tread this path cautiously, especially at a time when the financial system is still learning from the collapse of ILNFS and Yes Bank. Earlier in the day, S&P Global Ratings said in a statement that this recommendation is fraught with risks. The ratings agency said the central bank will likely face challenges in supervising non-financial sector entities and supervisory resources could be further strained at a time when the health of India's financial sector is weak. In other news, Franklin Templeton has said it will approach the Supreme Court to appeal against an order of the Karnataka High Court that made it mandatory to seek unit holders' consent for winding up six of its mutual fund schemes. In a statement, the fund house said, and I quote, After detailed deliberations, we have determined that it will be necessary to seek judicial intervention from the Honorable Supreme Court to ensure an appropriate implementation of the law in the best interest of unit holders. Unquote. Shifting gears, according to a report by Gartner, IT spending in India is projected to rise 6% to $81.9 billion in 2021, compared to this year on the back of growth across segments like enterprise software and IT services. IT spending in 2020 is expected to total $79.3 billion, down 8.4% from 2019 because of obvious reasons. In international news, President-elect Joe Biden plans to nominate former Federal Reserve Chair Janet Yellen to serve as his Treasury Secretary, according to people familiar with the matter. In the process, Biden will be choosing the first woman and a seasoned central banker for the nation's top economic policy job. 
In Yellen, Biden is likely to find support both from Wall Street, which feared a more provocative pick such as Senator Elizabeth Warren, and progressives who were concerned he might choose someone too friendly to big banks and the wealthy. China's credit market is witnessing a bit of a storm. AAA-rated bonds are tumbling in that market amid a wave of defaults by state-owned companies. While none of the companies have missed debt payments, their bonds have tumbled by at least 14% since November the 10th. That's when a surprise default by a state-owned Chinese coal producer cast fresh doubts on the sovereign guarantees that have been implicit for government-backed borrowers. In international markets, US stocks ended higher. The S&P 500 climbed over half a percent, while the Nasdaq rose by 0.2%. The Dow outperformed, rising over a percent. And the three early rises in the Asia-Pacific region were strongly positive at the start, with the Japanese Nikkei gaining close to 2.7%. Do remember, though, that it is playing catch-up with the rest of the markets. And with that, it's over to Hormuz Fatakia for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Hormuz. How are we looking today? Good morning to you, Alex, and to those tuned in. Will it or will it not? Now, that's the question for the Nifty as it failed at yet another attempt at scaling the 13,000 mark. The index fell 30 points short, reversing from an intraday record high of 12,969 on Monday. So, is today the day? Well, early ticks on the SGX Nifty indicate that the futures are trading 30 points higher, around the mark of 12,980. So what are some of the stocks that are likely to be in focus today? First up, Ingersoll Rand India's promoter will sell up to 4.5% stake in the company through an OFS amounting to 82.5 crore rupees. The floor price of 578.6 rupees a share is a 12% discount to Monday's closing price. The OFS will open for non-retail investors today and for retail investors tomorrow. Post this stake sale, the promoter's stake in the company will come down to 75%. Muthoot Finance has launched a gold jewellery insurance called Muthoot Gold Shield in a tie-up with Bajaj Allianz General Insurance. The policy will provide insurance coverage for gold jewellery articles for customers at the time of closure of the gold loan and release of gold ornaments. The exchanges have given a no-objection certificate letter to the scheme of demerger for GHCL's textile business into GHCL Textiles. Coal India's four trade unions have served a one-day strike notice to the company and its arms on the 26th of November. The company said that the conciliatory process is ongoing. Now watch out for Jubilant Industries as it has decided to transfer its portable liquor license. The company will no longer manufacture Indian-made foreign liquor here on. SBI Mutual Fund has acquired stake in a couple of companies on Monday. It has acquired 3.3% stake in Matrimony.com at close to 644 rupees a share and it has also acquired 0.8% stake in Avas Financiers at 1,515 rupees a share. Now speaking of Avas Financiers, AU Small Finance Bank sold close to 4.5% stake in the company on Monday at 1,515 rupees a share. Now, along with SBI Mutual Fund, Nomura Fund 2 has acquired 1.1% stake in the company. Tube Investments will hold a board meeting on the 26th of November to consider and approve a fundraising plan. The shares ended 5.5% higher on Monday after it finalized a one-time settlement agreement with the lenders of CG Power. 
Now an FNO update, five stocks have exited the FNO ban, namely BHEL, Canara Bank, DLF, LNT Finance and Vodafone Idea. On the other hand, sale is back in the ban after a one-day gap. The highest open interest on the call side has now shifted higher to 13,500 from 13,000. The 13,500 call now has 41 lakh shares in open interest for this Thursday's expiry, while the 13,000 call has close to 37 lakh shares. Some buzzing stocks from Monday's session, Endurance Technologies gained for the fourth day in a row, ending with gains of over 7%. The stock closed at a 10-month high. There is no stopping the gains in Bajaj's FinServe. The stock gained for the 10th straight day, which is its longest winning streak in 11 years. And the stock has gained over 50% in the last 15 trading sessions. And Alkyla Mines, which ended at a record high on Monday with gains of over 9%, the stock rose for the third straight session. You want to keep a track on the latest happenings in the markets and the corporate world? Well, BloombergQuint.com is your destination for the same. So do log in and read up on all the latest updates. With that, I wish you a safe day ahead and it's back to you, Alex. Thanks, Hormuz. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IBM Podcast app? On the IBM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladitya Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IBM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.